Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Fellas! What's up? Seems like it's been like a month since we've been in here. Yeah, that was a long weekend, wasn't it? Ah, what was longer, the weekend or having to watch that game? Ah, baby, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm Uh-oh. loving it, yeah. What I you mean, loving? It's either, uh, you know, my grandma used to tell me, do it or get off the pot, baby. It's time to do it or get off the pot. <laughs> Believe that. It is definitely go time. Yeah. Get yeah. your yeah. Shit together. No, I ain't talking about no playoffs either. I'm talking about winning the game. I'm talking about guys being excited. I'm talking about watching guys that want to play and, and coaches open it back up to free competition. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll. You mm-hmm. talked about last week. It's already the playoffs for this team. Yeah, it was playoffs two weeks ago every, against Atlanta. Every game. Well, before we get started, I need to do some shameless plugging on okay. the show. Shame, shame and plug. Uh, so if you notice, if you're watching at home, hold your hold your glass up, Kurt. Hold your glass up, Nate. These nice Tervis tumblers. Are nice. That we all have, that we will be bringing to the show all week. All of this stuff was provided by shop.dallascowboys.com. They are having one heck of a sale from today until Friday. It's their Cyber Week sale. These Tervis tumblers that they provided for us are normally $23.99. You can get them now for $14.99. Abby Bear, this is the infamous Abby Bear. If you want to know about Abby Bear, tune into. These boots are made for talking right after these, this show. We'll, we'll tell you what Abby Bear is all about. Normally $29.99, $14.99 this week. And Douglas, see, can you see it, Douglas? I can see. All right. Douglas had his eye on That there, is he? a good-looking helmet. It is a good-looking helmet. Me and Douglas got into a fight. <laughs> Douglas wanted it. Douglas wanted this helmet. We got a fight right before the I show. I tried to purloin that helmet. <laughs> Normally, it's called the Blaze Helmet. It's awesome for autographs or just to put on your shelf. Normally, $39.99. This week, it is on sale for $24.99. There's also a Jason Witten bobblehead. There's a, a woman's hat. And every day this week, we're only doing three shows this week, we're going to add new stuff to the table. And we're going to fill this table up. Yeah. Awesome. With all kind of cool stuff. So tomorrow we'll bring you some new things. Well, is this our, is this ours? That's yours. Okay, thank you. Thank take you. take it with you. Bring it on, bring it on the show this week. Sport it. Do whatever you want with it. Give it away. Whatever you want to do. There you go. Shop.dallascowboys.com. And thank you guys. Thank you, Leslie and Ian, for giving us all the gear. Yes, thank you. Speaking of gear, I don't even know. Before we move on to the game, we took score predictions last week. And Kurt, the score was so bad, I yeah, don't even know no. how to tell who was close and who wasn't because no one had a score in anywhere near six <laughs> points. So I don't know if we just scrap it this week or what. I don't know. That's a tough one. What, what, what game are y'all talking about? The Washington Redskins game? Mm-mm. No. This past week. Remember when we took calls? We got everybody to predict the score last week? One person, Josh in Florida, had us winning seventeen to ten. That's the lowest point total. <laughs> That's the closest. Huh? That's the closest yeah. I think of anybody that that called in. No Maybe. one picked the Chargers. No one picked the Chargers. What do you think about that game, Nate? What did you see? 
Good cookies from the from <laughs> Move that mic around. That's a cowboy training room. Mm. I hope they eat a bunch of these. So I caught Nate with cookies in his mouth. No. I wish we had Zeke today to jump in the cabin. Brother, let me say this. And I said it earlier. You know, you have to come out and play hard. I can go down a laundry list of things that I felt was wrong in this game. Hey, move that mic towards you, Nate. Players that he can't hear because he doesn't have his earphones. Play well to one factor or another. Where it was a where it was a mental bust, or whether it was a physical bust, or you know, I'm quite sure by now that. But they went back to practice Sunday. They came back to practice Sunday, right? Viewed film, uh, went over what was wrong, and uh, I think they moved some players around and some more moves to come. Uh, injury report, we need that from you. And then I was, I'll be glad to to chime in out there. Who's injured and who's not? And I think we uh, – Anthony Brown is one of the guys that – I think they're going to put a, a Wouzier at one of the corners. Are they going to put Skandrick out at one of the corners? So uh, Jordan Lewis and somebody else will be maybe playing slot. So we're going to see a whole lot of changes, you know. Yeah, it's I don't. Do you want to get into Anthony Brown right now, or we? Yeah, let's. Yeah. I mean, what what has happened? You talk about a sophomore slump. This kid looked like he was had it figured out last year, and, and was it because he was surrounded by veteran guys? Is that the reason? That's it. That basically. They kept him lined up, kept his mind in the game. For some reason here, he hasn't processed what he learned last year and brought it over into this year and uh, doing a better job. Uh, you know, I listened to Mickey say that we played a little bit more. And Mickey Spagnola said that we played a little bit more zone and we looked confused. Well, to be honest with you, uh, did we play zone against Atlanta? Did we play zone against Philly? Because – Looked like we was confused there too. So <laughs> everything's confusing, right? Yeah. Now. So uh, I just believe this right here, man. It's about each individual guy looking at film on what he did wrong and how he hurt the team in his con in his in his playing. Was he playing team ball? Was he uh, being the best he could be? I mean, it's hard to win week in and week out in this league. But it's just hard for me to believe that from the Kansas City game to now, these guys just don't forget how to play. Right. You ain't supposed to get worse. I mean, now you can lose games, but you ain't supposed to just mentally get worse. Right. So with Brown, is it? A, is it, it's just his technique, right? The talents there. It looked like it's his technique. I mean, he the, even the pass that they caught. And I don't felt like the safety got over in enough time and for the end zone touchdown that he gave up. It's like he got his head back, but then he lost his receiver. So, you know, only the coaches know over there is he done lost his edge. Uh, okay, yeah, he's a six-round pick, so uh, I didn't expect great things, but he's a better than serviceable cornerback in my eyes. Yeah. I think so, the Cowboys had like a third or fourth round grade on him, so they so, felt like a steal at the time. But so, I mean, it ain't just Anthony Brown. The sacks done dried up, mm -hmm. the turnovers done dried up. So, 
it's a team thing. And uh, I was, you know, like I said, I should have brought Mick in here. Uh, but, you know, I understand our team was – our defense was built to uh, to to maintain leads. So – and people say, well, I, I, no, I understand that. That's what that's what that's what the Colts a lot of years did. They always built their defenses to maintain leads, you know. Uh and but you have to also realize when that method goes out of the windows, the coaches, the players, and whoever else that's involved has real okay, we don't we're not working from leads now. We're working from uh, it's gonna be tight games. It's gonna be neck and neck. Let's let let's just make some adjustments. And now, as somebody not in the know, how is being built to maintain leads different than just okay? Let me give you an example. And, you know. Like, like when when you, when you say it right there, you you want the other team. It don't matter what the other team does between the twenties. You know, when you get down in in the red zone from the twenty on in, you 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 got to make sure there ain't no ain't no threes. It's only threes, excuse me. It's only threes. And what I meant by that was you always looking to be thirty or thirty three minutes of ball control on offense. You're always looking for your offense at some point to have it. Where, where some games you can go back, some games where our defense is sat on the bench for almost a whole quarter because we owned it nine minutes or more. We own the quarter. So they sitting on the bench resting. So that rotation of – and the starters for us is the D. Lawrence, uh, Malik Collins, uh, Irvin, and Tyrone Crawford. And for a certain part of that game, they're going to be sitting on the bench, you know, resting. And it's going to be a whole lot because your offense is giving you 31 to – maybe 33 minutes of, of time versus this last game where they were on the field for 36 minutes. You knew that you knew at a certain time in that game, it was going to be over for our defense. And it, and just like clockwork at the third quarter, the middle of the third quarter, it's like Phillip Rivers couldn't miss. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by being built to, 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 to maintain leads. Whereas last year, we averaged at 31, 32 minutes a game. And our defense, even though it was different players, understood that concept and played within it. You know, they didn't give up a lot of big plays. You know, go back and see how many explosive plays we had last year versus explosive plays we had this year. We didn't give that up. We didn't have guys just running scot-free. We were better tacklers. That's what I mean by playing with a lead. We won a big play defense. Like before this demise of KC, that's how they lived and died. That uh, let me see. That's how. Uh, that's the team we just played. Perfect example. They live and die on the big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this this uh, San Diego team. They live and die on the big play. So what if you rush for 138 yards? We gonna back you up one of these times, and we gonna get a sack, or we gonna get a turnover, or we gonna get a fumble, and they live and die like that. Or all three. <laughs> Man, they did it all. Last Thursday. What's going on with talking about the defense? What's going on with the offense? Why can't they put up any points? Zeke can't be that big of a factor in this offense, can he? Uh, it, it, 
you know, I, I reluctantly use this word. I very, I, 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 I hate to use this word. I mean, because it, that's the very core of who I think an NFL team should be. You got to get mentally tougher. You got to get mentally tougher. You got to get dirt. You got to get down, dirty, hardcore, mean. And and uh, somebody got to do that. You know, I saw one play where Dak uh, ran to the sideline. Dude tried to get his face. You know, and Dak pushed him away. You know, you know. And I'm thinking somebody gonna rally over there. You know, didn't happen. <laughs> Just want to see somebody see with an attitude, right? A quarterback. I don't care. It ain't but three or four quarterbacks in this league that can tote their team. And all of them have, guess what, guess what at least eight years or more in this league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the ones I think that I, I, I can bring in here and tote the team. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. When Big Ben feel like it, I don't think there's nobody better. Big 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 Rothenberg, I don't think there's nobody better. The kid, the kid, uh, the kid up there uh, over there next door to us, the Saints. Breeze. 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 And uh, the other one is in Detroit. Now, I may have missed one. Call in if you think I have. <laughs> but these guys have toted their teams literally on their backs at certain parts in the season. Three, four years ago, Rodgers took his team to the Super Bowl with a, with a half a defense and no offense. So, but now we asking a guy like Dak to load up and told this team, you got to be crazy. Something got to be wrong with you. Right. When I used to be on the other show, we're making them last year, and we used to get into it. I used to tell them, fellas, you don't want to see this thing without Zeke. Zeke is the MVP of the NFL. He's the MVP of this team. He's the MVP of the universe. You don't want to see it because I learned one thing when Tony Romo was here. He went out that year. I learned one thing, that these guys say they ain't listening to the papers, but it seemed like just as soon as Tony went out, within three weeks, everybody talking about waiting on Tony. Tony yeah. never came back. Mm-hmm. So you you just got to get mentally tough. See, I don't think they're – they're talking about the other teams don't respect our running game, and that's true to a point. I mean, there's nobody like Zeke. But the drop-off is staggering to me that that it would be that much worse without him in the lineup. I mean, you've got supposedly one of the best offensive lines in the game, supposed to be able to move people. Um, I wonder if it's not not just the other team that's not respecting our run game. It's not our own coaching staff that's respecting our run game. See, I was laughed at. I'm with you, Kurt. I was laughed at. You know, people laugh at me. You'll hear me say it tonight. I'm going to do a little other show tonight. you hear me say why we ain't running the ball forty times? Yeah. yeah, people say, "Wow, man!" I say, "If we if it's ten seven at half, and and it on, and it's only uh, seventeen uh, seven at ha- in the third quarter, why we still ain't running the ball?" Okay. I, I I don't care because I, I will keep saying this until the cows come home: is you either gonna Take your quarterback 
are you going to let him disintegrate? This, this, to me, it comes a time, just how I feel, it comes a time where you got to say in your mind, okay, we either going to go out and win this thing with our quarterback standing up, or we're going to lose this thing just running in and grinding in the ground because you're protecting two people. You're protecting your quarterback and you're protecting your defense. He said, well, it's three and out, three and out. And it's three and out when it's third and 30. It's three and out when it's third and 10. It's three and out when it's third and 15. So what's the difference if it's, if it's three and out and it's third and five and we fail? It's third and three and we fail. What's the difference? What did you see out of the offensive line <clears throat> on Thursday? We played okay. The one big run we had, uh, our left tackle got a hold in. That just caused rust. That's just because he ain't played. That's just because he ain't 100% healthy, you know. And uh, they played okay. They played okay. It just, you know, I've seen teams, you know, make up their mind like we running the ball. I I don't care. Uh, You take the Redskins against the – now they had a better passing game than we did. You take the Redskins against the Giants. They couldn't move that thing in the first half. I mean, go back and look at them stats if you can, Kurt. And I don't know if we can get the first half stats versus the second half stats. But they kept Big P. Ryan mashing in there. They kept him mashing in there. But they receivers, Jamison Crowder, was catching that rock for him too. Mm-hmm. Our, our receivers got to make plays for our quarterback. Kurt, did you find anything I'm that was relevant? I'm having trouble getting connected right okay, now. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I'm not big on – I'm not big on uh, one or two guys saving the day unless you are supposed to be that guy. I'm not going to ask Jeff Swain to come in and catch 10 passes for 180 yards. I'm not going to ask that. I know that's a freak. That's a freak thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I am going to ask Dez. And I ain't asking you to catch for 180 yards no more. I'm asking you to catch the balls that are thrown to you. Not the 50-50, not the back shoulder, not where guys battling you. That's why they call it 50-50. I'm talking about a deep end or a slant that's, hit, that's hitting you in your hands. I'm asking uh, T. Will catch the ball. Mm-hmm. When the ball hits you in your chest or wherever you decide to catch it, catch the ball. You know, you you got a quarterback that's struggling and sitting up in front of the mic saying, I'm going to find out what's wrong. I'm going to fix what's wrong. I'm going to do me and my teammates. He bringing you into the fold of, I understand we're having a bad game. I understand we've had three bad games, but we're going to get in there and fix it. Guess what? Get in there and help him fix it by simply what? Catching the ball. Don't do nothing spectacular. If it's behind you, it's behind you. If it's 10 feet over your head, it's 10 feet over your head. But when it's in your hands, you got to catch the ball. Is it just a bunch of small <clears throat> things? That's all it is. Throughout the game that are adding up and just killing you? That's breaking drives. I mean, you got a third and nine and he hits you in your hand. And it ain't like a bang, bang play where the safety hitting you as soon as you're catching the ball. It's like the ball in your hand and you just dropped it. We can't do that, man. We One thing, and you and y'all have heard me say this. You know, and a lot of the guys, they get mad at me, and I'm talking about other, other little things that I do besides this great show here, is when I say, remember y'all? I told y'all that kid needed with some receivers. Mm-hmm. And y'all know who I'm talking about, the kid yeah. in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. 
We need some receivers, man. Yeah, that's maybe been the biggest disappointment as far yeah. as. We need some guys that's going to catch that ball, man, because what that does is you take a quarterback that don't want to take chances. Now you're taking him out of his zone because now he's taking chances. But if you catch the ball, then he feel good about doing it. But now he he's sitting up looking at feeling like, okay, that was a bad – he's going to always look at self first. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to get open. And if you're not open and he's squeezing it to you, reward him by catching the ball. You think there's any chance of them bringing in somebody? Or is this a too late, off-season man. deal? It's too late. It's We 11 games in. Ain't nobody giving up nobody. And the person on the street, you want to come in and how long is it going to take him to get used to it? Yeah. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we Cowboys released a player over the weekend. You guys shocked by that? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. About you, Nate. Who did it release? Darren McFadden. Well, we'll get Nate's thoughts on that when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to hanging with the boys. We're back. Kurt. Sir. Hawk draws. Draws. Pick your plays, not your wedgies. Tommy John's the most comfortable underwear on the planet and comes back by no wedgie guarantee. Suffer a wedgie in your Tommy John's, they'll give you your money back. Guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. like to thank Cowboys Shop dot dallascowboys.com for providing us with sweet gear this week. Nate yeah. just stole my hat that I had on. Yeah, man, we're going to leave it in here for the whole week because this 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 hat is nice, Nate, man. Nate was like, they 
you get that hat too? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, make sure I get one, get that before I leave. We so. tried to, we, I thought we could make it small enough to put it on the little the bear. bear. Yeah, but. It's the new era monochromatic it's hat. Abby. Wait till you hear this price. Normally it's 30 bucks, $29.99. All week long it's $14.99 while hey, supplies nice. last. So Nate has laid claim to that hat. We're yeah, gonna, but we're going to leave it in here for the show all week. Leave uh, it in here all week. And yeah. then Nate's going to take that baby home with him. Yeah, man. You know what? We're going to talk a little Darren McFadden, but while we do that, let's. It's a weird week again this week. Yeah. Short week. Let's take some calls if you guys oh, want yeah. to call us. 214 872 2102. Remember now, we ain't going with the long winded today, baby. Thanksgiving's over, right? Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving over with. It back, be back rolling, so you're going to get your 15 seconds. 214 872 2102. So, yeah, so was it, I think it was, was it yesterday, the, Kurt? Yesterday. Yesterday. Officially. Got a, a text message and. Rolled over in the bed and looked at the phone. Uh, and It's just, yeah, it's bizarre how they've handled him this whole time. Darren year. McFadden is gone. Yeah. No longer a cowboy. What are, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I guess I'm just surprised they let him go now. I mean, why did they keep him around this long? I guess. Mm-hmm. Just waiting happened? on Smith. I guess so. Waiting on Smith. Waiting until they're comfortable with him. He was just the, yeah. the final security blanket, I guess. Yeah, I, he I don't was, know. yeah. But the thing about he may be a little, he may be a little flustered too. Yeah, he may. And uh, you know, the reason I didn't say nothing at first when Shannon right before the break, you know, the beard asked me, and I just kind of got quiet because you know a lot of times we want to blast guys, but this guy ain't been nothing but good for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I hope I hope somebody pick him up. I hope his uh, if he don't want his career to be over, over, I hope it's not over. Over, excuse me. It just seemed like they never really even gave him a chance this year. But Smith, 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 shut that though. You know that competition shit that though there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I guess you thought he was that much better than Morris. I mean, not Morris was that much better than him. No, I, I, I thought Morris. I thought Morris. No. 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 I, I thought it wasn't what. So it didn't shock me when Morris was the guy, and it wouldn't shock me if uh, McFadden was Either the way, guy. Yeah. I th- is, is Morris a year or two younger, or maybe a like three a year years younger or more? Three or more. I think that's the thing. Morris is younger. Yeah. And Morris has always been in this blocking scheme. Okay. okay. Yeah. McFadden tweeted uh, yesterday. Just want to say thank you to the Dallas Cowboys. I grew up a Cowboys fan, and it was awesome to wear the star on my helmet. I wish my boys good luck. So nothing but class. Uh, from- yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, you know. Uh, Everybody got something, you know, one one belief or another. But, you know, I knew by the second week when, you know, when the theory was out that they were, they was resting him. Like, you don't rest a running back. Yeah. Run a running back. Yeah. So, see, just the way they've handled this running game the whole season just seems odd to me. Yeah. Started started at camp. You know, we talked about it on the show before. He was getting all the all the reps behind Zeke and looked like he was going to be the number two and, and – uh, Alfred was going to be the number three, and then the season starts, and he's he's inactive, and yeah, it's just a weird deal. And even now, we talked about it earlier. I just think the running game is just don't know if they're managing it well. You so know? it's like Zeke's not there, so they're giving up. So now you have what Alfred and Rod, yeah, and then is Trey Williams still on the practice squad? No, they they're bringing him up. He's going to take the place of. So he's taking McFadden. Trey yeah. Williams should be able to play special teams too. I guess so. He's a little dude. He's a little, yeah. I, I, <laughs> 
He's a man. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a man. So a lot of big men out on that yeah. field. I hope he's all yeah, right. But yeah, but see, ain't big men hitting him. Yeah. If he was that running back, come on, man. Yeah, you you got to. It's it, it's all hands on deck now. It's all hands on deck. You you are five and six. You know, and I know people probably pumping. Hey, mathematically, I don't deal with mathematics. I don't been with that right there. You know, I got a, I got a, what a C plus on my my best years in mathematics. You know, now I can add up dollar <laughs> bills, but anything else I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's go to the phones, Elvis and Midland. What's up, Elvis? Hey guys, how you doing? I got two things real quick, and I'll get out of here. I am concerned that the defensive scheme is just too simple. Um, it only takes a moderately good quarterback to just pick it apart, pick the secondary apart. Uh, the the middle of the field is just wide open. Uh, also, Garrett's ultra conservative style on the field, it's completely predictable. Got to make a change there somehow, whether it's the game plan or coaching staff or, or what. Something's got to give. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks, Elvis. Thank you, sir. That was great, Dad. That, that was great. A great, great deal. But, sir, uh, I agree that, you know, people are like, oh, man, they, they ain't got no creativity, you know. They do. Shanahan, I mean, excuse me, Lenahan is smart. Now, can the players make that adjustment? I mean, first of all, will they make the adjustment? They got the offense they like running, but we need help. Through either creativity or players catching the ball or running the ball or blocking it. We need to have something happen to get this team back sparked. If you're going to stick with the original Let's control the ball. Let's get touchdowns. Let's save our defense. If we're gonna stick to that plan, uh, if not, it's gonna be like okay, defense. Let's you know, and it's more to what the caller said. Let's go back to let's go to blitzing. Let's go to just throwing it all over the place and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. I mean, a great great call. I mean, uh, did you see the quote? Or I don't wasn't a quote, but apparently Philip Rivers knew the blitzes that were coming before. Before yeah, he, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're hearing talk now that everything's just too simplified and other teams are figuring it out and we're not adjusting. I mean, is that, is that what's kind of what's happening now? They're just, even with the run game, they're just defense, run game, the whole bit, they're just too predictable? Yes, they are predictable. And, that, and they're too, now, they, but, but, that, but that, that predictability depends on your players having to play faster. And be where you're supposed to be. I agree with you. You know, when you, when they line up in this deal, they, this is what high defense line up. Mm-hmm. And so when they did try to blitz, you can see Philip Rivers pointing like, "Hey, da 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 yeah. da da da." You can see him checking it off, and all of a sudden you see Keenan, Keenan Allen, you know, two hundred, uh, almost one hundred and seventy-two yards. You know, you you can see it. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, uh. Will will we do something different? Well, we we played a little zone and it seemed like they had more guys running free. Then <laughs> out there on the middle of seventy five in a rush hour <laughs> traffic, while, while they got construction going on. Well, you know it, what I'm saying? Is it too much that you know they said, okay, we have Sean Lee on defense and you just we'll stop you? Or we had Zeke in our our offensive line there. We're just this is simple. We're just going to run it over you. Well, they don't have them now, and so are they? They got to do something with the guys they have, you know. And are they? I don't. Get the see that, that are, so. see that that's the question is, you know. Let me let me, I'm gonna ask you a question, Kurt. 
And you can chime in if you want the beard. Do y'all think these coaches are dumb? Do you think these coaches don't see what's happening? No. I mean, I, they're they not dumb. Yeah, they can't be. They wouldn't be in the position they are. But it's just – it's. So it comes down to them not wanting, wanting to. Wanting to. And, and why I'm is that? You, that's what I, I, that? That's what I don't know. You know – uh, you know, I know Jason's smart. I know Coach Lanahan is smart. Uh, these, and, and more importantly, this is this is kind of got me uh, mad, flustered, whatever the words you want to confuse, because Jason Garrett played quarterback in this league. Wade Wilson played mm-hmm. quarterback in this league. So you know, sometimes you got to do something a little bit different to get it going. I can tell besides you besides the jet sweep. I can tell you this: when when me and Jeremiah are on the sidelines shooting pictures. We try to guess where the ball's going. About half the time, we can tell whether it's a run play or a pass play and who the ball's going to. Mm. If we can figure that stuff out, <laughs> don't you think the other team that's done this their entire life yeah. figure out where the see, ball's going, who it's but going see, to? But see, that's when, and see that, that's, that's what I believe the confidence in the players, believing in one another, and I mean wholeheartedly, regardless of who's in there. Uh, and, and I didn't look at the film real, real closely, so I could be wrong here. But I don't think that San Diego offense is much, much different than ours. I mean, because you couldn't figure out who they was throwing the ball to after about five five throws. It was Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't care what nobody say. And uh, my man ain't that good. Uh, the running back for the Chargers, Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. nah. He he a nice runner, but electrifying, different level. Nah, nah. One of us on this show did say that the Chargers were going to be better than everybody thought. Yeah, but he's also the guy that <laughs> said that the last game of the season against the Eagles was going to have some kind of. <laughs> Uh, deciding factor in the yeah. wild card race, which that doesn't look like. To see them Rams come. Woo! The Rams came to life on They handled those, uh, yeah, those they, Saints, didn't they? Saints, man. Saints got a squad, too, boy. It's going to be uh, – NFC is definitely looking – starting to take shit. Yeah, out of, out of reach. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey <laughs> do me a favor, uh, Kurt. <laughs> pull up the NFC East. And and then they got the you got conference, they got division, yeah. then they got playoff. Let's see where everything's set settled down. Uh the conference. Hang on, let's go to Eric okay. and then we'll talk yeah. about we'll talk about that in the last segment because okay. I wanna I wanna get kind of in depth into what the playoff chances are for this team. Eric with a C, what's for lunch? Oh, I haven't eaten lunch today, guys, but I'm gonna eat something soon I get out of here to believe that. I don't know what yet. Probably some humble pie. <laughs> but you know it'd be okay we, we'll be all right i'm gonna be real quick trust me i just want to quickly say i put majority of these losses on the coaching staff i know i said it before i'm gonna say it again the, the offensive and defensive coaches can put these guys in better positions to be successful a lot of it is the lack of execution i get that but these guys got to get out of their ways like brian brought said it's a quiet arrogance if you ask me they need to get out of their way uh, out of their own way and make better calls, put their players in a better position to score, you know. And that's basically, bottom line, how, how I look at this thing, man. We'll turn, we can turn it around. The coaches just have to dig deep within themselves and make certain changes to do so. All right, my yeah, brother. 
right, y'all have go. a good one. Thanks, Eric. Y'all on Friday. All right. That is, that is world record. No, no, Eric, Eric, you'll talk to us tomorrow or either Wednesday. Maybe both. <laughs> yeah. That's world record time. World record speed by Eric from in North Well, I already had the clock on him. Did you? Yeah, that last thing, you know, I was with the chirping in, chirping in with chirping in with. He's like, he, he was he like good, yeah, he good. Eric good. He's like a quarterback. He got yeah. that that mental clock going. Yeah. Nate's about to cut me off. Yeah, he three, good. Three, he two. Good. Okay, I'll shut him. Let you guys go by. Yeah. <laughs> he good. Uh, yeah, you know, and he, my man, say he want to get into it, so we got some time for you, you. But you know, I tell people it comes a point where, and Eric was right, man. You, you, you. I just believe. That and I've always said this: a coach's main function is, is out of all things, is to put his players in the best position so they can have a great chance to succeed. And I said in a different, a lot of different ways. But if you're not putting your uh, players in a position to 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 win or help help them win, you you're not a good coach. You're not you, you're not doing the best for the team. Yeah. And uh, you know. It's a lot of blame to go around everywhere, even with us. I mean, you know, we, you know, we, we can tell people something wrong or have a mislead people. I mean, everybody plays a part in the, in the program, but the main, the main people right now is the head coach through his coaching staff and the players. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I was scouting now. Scouting, scouting was twelve weeks ago. You know, there was in training camps. Ain't the scouting ain't got nothing to do with this right about now. You know, well, I didn't find somebody. Ain't nobody. Not 11 games in. Yeah. You know. Let's go back to the – it must be you can only call in if your name begins with E today. Is that what it is? We had Elvis, Eric, and now Evan in Houston. What's up, Evan? Hey, what's up, man? I've been a long time, and, uh, uh, you know, calling, you know, Cowboys. Well, thanks for calling. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, That game last night – uh, I didn't watch it, but our TV uh, over there in Dallas and uh, got cut off. Can you hear me? Yeah. And um, the CBS blocked, you know, a Cowboys game, and uh, I was watching it on stream, and I said, "Fuck, fuck it, oh, let's hope the Cowboys win." And uh, they did it. That game right there was pathetic, pathetic. And um, I'm sorry, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but the news, I have to say this, the news hates Zeke. I, I'm a big fan of Zeke. I, I'm a, I'm a dog heart Zeke fan. And um, why? <laughs> uh, where'd he go? <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. We understand. I was so nervous. No, I wanted to hear what he had to say, but uh, I was so I have nervous. No I had no that. idea where that was going. <laughs> yeah, I had no response to that. Uh, it, it's just I've been there, man. Mm-hmm. I've been there on the losing. I've been there on the winning. I've been there when we was declining. I've, you know, but I've never been there when we was very just inconsistent. Win, lose, win, lose, win. You know, I'm talking about from one season to the next. We were either good and rolling, or either we was not good and rolling, going downhill. And uh, and you you just can't you can't play with this type of inconsistency. 
you go from scoring 38 po- 30 points a game to scoring six points a game. You know. Is this, is this team good or bad? It, 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 this is one time you're going to have to wait till the end of the season to make that uh, and, and decide. Mm-hmm. I, they've beat bad teams and they've lost a good one. Right. Like, I can't I mean, figure I think it they're out. Just, they're a 500 team, if that. They're 8-8, eight eight, huh? I, I think so. I mean, that's – you look at the teams they've beaten, even the Chiefs now, they're folding. They're not looking good. No. Right. I mean, the only one that's kind of the outlier is the Broncos. And what happened there, who knows? The Broncos stink right now. But pretty much down the line, the good teams have beat them, the bad ones they've beat. They remind me of the Redskins of late where you never know what you're going to get from Sunday to Sunday, and it's real inconsistent. It's like you come out and you can beat you can beat the Rams one week and turn around and lose to the Browns the next. You know, it's like <laughs> they have the talent. Just we didn't beat together. the Rams, so you're nope. wrong on that. We're not playing, we're not <laughs> not playing, playing the Browns. <laughs> I wish we were. It's too bad, yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Anthony and Roswell, I have a question for you, Anthony. Yeah. Have you ever seen a, an alien or a UFO? Only, uh, well, not the UFOs or the aliens, but just the illegal ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thanks for that. What's your question, <laughs> Anthony? Uh, no, I'm just agreeing with everybody. And first thing is, I thought Kevin Hart was an Eagles fan. He calls with you guys, what's his name, uh, Eric? Yeah, Eric in North that Carolina. Is, is, is Kevin Hart. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's Kevin Hart. <laughs> We've heard that before. We agree as well. <laughs> well, I think the biggest problem with this team is that they just don't get out of their own way. Like everybody says they can call the, yep, this is a run to the right, left, oh, three-yard loss, any of that stuff. But um, what what can we do? Can you guys join the team? Is that, like, not allowed? I mean, Nate, Nate Newton, just go jump on the, on the line and go. Yeah, Nate, could you still play, Nate? Nah, man. No? Dang. No, I okay, want Dak well, to be it. standing at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the call, Anthony. What do you guys think about that? Is it they're just shooting themselves in the foot, penalties, I dropping can't. balls? Yeah, Is it that them. simple where you're just not executing? Just think, just think it's a third and nine. You catch the ball, and it's right in your hands. Now it's first and ten. And more importantly – it, you sitting on there instead of sitting on there on your uh, forty. Now you're on the fifty. Instead of sitting on the fifty, now you're in their territory. And it's, it's, it, it's that simple of being consistent. You you can't as a player. I was taught no matter how bad it's going for you, or how bad it's going for Kurt. My job is to continue to do my job the best I can, and maybe you'll look over and see me, and I can pull you up. I can help pull you up by me doing the right things, especially if y'all look at me as the leader. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you look over at the leader and the leader dropping balls, and, and he go back to the sideline and he ain't really upset about it. I understand that you got to keep an even kill, but at some point you got to be like, this got to stop for me. Would you, you know, like to see somebody just throw a fit on the sideline? Only if they're ready to back it up. Mm-hmm. Only if they're ready to back it up. You know, only if they're ready to back it up. I mean, you're just throwing a fit to say, hey, fellas, come on, let's go. Then you go out and miss a tackle or you go out and fumble or you go out and drop the ball. Really? Then people be people like, oh, man, really? Look at this. Mm-hmm. You know, so only if you're ready to back it up. Only if you're ready to play consistently. 
Let's go back to the phones. Marvin in South Carolina. What's up, Marvin? Yes, how you doing? Doing great, man. Good. I'm an avid listener. I used to love to watch Nate and and my Cowboys in the 90s just impose their will on teams. I I think that most of our issues, uh, I'm an avid Dallas Cowboy fan, obviously. I think most of our issues is that Garrett is trying to run this team as Jimmy ran the team in the 90s. But we don't have these, uh, we don't have the Nate Newtons and the the big boys up front. Our our, um, offensive linemen are more um, athletic, if I may use that term, than they are bruisers like we had in the 90s. And we're too predictable. And in in case of Dez, I believe Dez has lost a step, but I think he's still serviceable. I think Dez would be our best slot receiver right now. I mean, he you can't stop Dez, big and strong as he is, going across the middle on slants like Michael Irvin used to do. I really want I really believe once you get the ball in Dez's hands, he's hard to bring down. And I would like to see them use um, Bryce Butler. I understand that you know Bryce drops balls here and there, but you only learn and you only get better through repetition. I mean, yeah, um, he's the only guy that we have that can really stretch the, stretch the floor or stretch the field, if you will. And just having him out there, and as much as I love the future Hall of Famer, um, Jason Witten, I, I think that um, we need to move on from him. And I know it's hard, Jerry, and, and the rest of those guys are, are they're, they're loyal and what have you, but we as I would like to see Rico Gathers in there and others in there who can actually uh, run that seam route that Jason Witten used to run, that he used to be dominant in, but he can't do it anymore because he, he's very, very slow. All right, uh, my brother. I, I, I hear you, man. Thanks for the yeah. call, man. What do you think about that? I know it's probably it's, it's not going to happen in the middle of the season, but what do you think about possibly moving Dez to the slot next year? You think that's a possibility, or is he still your I, – I, I don't know, my friend. I mean – I think they need to just move him around, you know, just take some snaps out of the slot, you mm-hmm. know, put him in motion, all that kind of stuff. I don't know if they do enough of that. I don't disagree. Uh, I just, they need to do something with him. <laughs> how about catch the ball? Yeah, well. Uh, you know, it, it, it's so funny how simple this game is and how complex we try to make it. You know, uh, Run, blocking, tackling, catching the ball, uh, playing, executing without penalty. You know, all of those things gets you a win, you know, along with the talent. We 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 not we not we not we not doing it. I mean, you know, we are not doing it. You know, that's just the bottom line. You know, I you know, I hear about how we built, you know, I talk about how we built, you know. But along with the coaches and along with the players, they got to find a way to win. And whether it's scheming it up or whether it's better execution, whether it's no bad penalties, you know, no penalties at all. Because when you're winning, you, you absorb penalties. Mm-hmm. When you're losing, they're all bad. Yep. They're all bad because they always seem to hit – when you when it's a third and ten and you get eleven yards and all of a sudden face mask, uh, you know offsides they all hit and they all go back to the original spot. Then they tack on the penalty. It ain't what you done caught or what you done ran. It's oh you just ran for thirty yards. That's great. Let's go back to where the ball originally was and tack on ten. Yep. 
Let's take our last Let's drink. Let's back, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Kurt? Oh, it's, it's make, yeah. 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 And to a team that's not executing, them five yards look like 800 miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, it's already hard to get a first. And all of a sudden, I, I had another 10 yards and went from first to first and 10, to which you thought was incredible, to you in a black hole because it's first and 20. You're like, oh, my God. You go to looking up in the Oh, man, at least let – can we at least get the sun out of our eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our last break. When we come back, we will look at the playoff picture as it stands now on Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back Hanging with the boys. Back live from the Star in What'd y'all do for Thanksgiving over the weekend? I know what we all did Thanksgiving Day. What'd you do this weekend, Kurt? Uh, you know, we just kind of hung around the house and put up Christmas lights, you know, dumb stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How about you, Nate? I uh, came over here and did the show, man, and I want to thank the guys in the uh, training room, training table, because uh, they brought us uh, turkey stuff and then all that stuff. And oh, nice! Yeah, and then uh, pecan pie. I got I took the pecan pie home. My wife's killing that pecan. Pie. <laughs> they give you a whole pie? Yeah, I took a whole pie. Scott gave Scott said, "Hey, man, they had like three or four. They had pumpkin pie, pecan pie. So I went in there after the deal. Like, I leave all these pies. He and Scott, uh, Paul, Scott said, "You can take one." Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Scott Purcell. Excuse me, Scott Purcell. Uh-huh. You can take one of my. Okay. <laughs> I took it and drove home real easy because I had no cover, so I rolled home real easy, <laughs> put it on the floor, and put, drove home real easy. Took me extra five minutes to get home. What'd you do over the weekend? Just chill. Went to my son game. They went down and played La Tech. La Tech got them. I, mm. 
My tech needed this win to get into the bowl. Ah. Right? To get to be bowl eligible. And uh, I told my son last year, last year, this is our Woods team. Mm-hmm. Last year, Woods them dropped a lumber on my son. Them. I mean, <laughs> ooh, they brought the heat. Yeah. They in the I same said, conference? Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I said, man, y'all got to go and get some revenge. You know, I was telling my son, I said, y'all should be geeked. You know, then to give y'all a better bowl because y'all would be seven and whatever mm-hmm. instead of six and whatever. Man, them boys ran right up the middle. They, they had like two 40 or 50 yard touchdowns right up. I mean, just ran right up the middle of the gut. What position uh, does your son play? No, stack. Oh, ouch. <laughs> One of them he was in and the other and he wasn't. I was like, Lord Jesus, and it was on TV. Uh. I was like, boy, you showing the relatives a bad side of the new plan. So you went to the game? Yeah, I went in and braved it out, man. Where was it at? Was it in Ruston? It was in Ruston, okay. man. Second year in a row. For some reason, they had to go two years. And I'm like, man, y'all better bring them boys down there to the Alamo Dome. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't safe up there at Ruston. <laughs> Kurt, yes. what's this playoff picture look like? Right now, the Cowboys are in 10th place. So run, run through it. Who's got the – say if the season ended today, who's got the divisions locked? Uh, Eagles, mm-hmm. Vikings, and Rams yep. would have the divisions. The wild cards would be the Saints and the Panthers. All right. On the heels of them. What are their – They're right? at 8 and 3, both of them. Okay. Falcons and Seahawks are at 7 and 4. So the Falcons – so the Falcons and the Seahawks are – in the hunt, right? Yeah, they're, they're fighting, boy. Yeah. So the Saints, Saints and Carolina would be in the wild card right now. The rest of these teams would be in the hunt, right? Yeah. Okay. And Falcons have won four of their last five, so they're like Rolling. We talked about earlier. They they find it, they it, put it together. Yeah. Right about. Would you say they didn't want to start putting it together whenever we played them? Yeah. Looks like they did. <laughs> uh, uh, Detroit is six and five, and then you got a bunch of teams, including well, four teams, including the Cowboys, at five and six. So. They got a long road to go here. So to get in, you probably need to win out and have some other things happen. Yeah. Right? One one site is giving them a one percent chance of making the playoffs. I'll give them a little bit higher than one, maybe two and a half. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to leapfrog some guys. And let's see, they play. Obviously, they pay Washington's right on their heels. They're tenth. Washington's eleventh. Play Seattle. Play Seattle, and the Vikings. You'd hope they were resting guys at the end, but they don't. They definitely don't control their own fate they need a lot of help yeah you, well you got you got the what the vikings and the eagles are your last two your the eagles are the last game of the season so they're probably going to rest people hope yeah hopefully the hopefully in the, for the cowboys they do and then you play you got washington at new york right yeah at oakland both of those are winnable yeah and you got hopefully one more at home right <laughs> what's next and then seattle seattle and then, and then at philly, philly. so you put it together, you could yeah. win out. Well, I don't Nate's think there's any gimmies me, now. Nate's looking at me like I'm crazy. I mean, the Giants beat the Chiefs, you know. They, you know, Raiders are three and two in their It's just, dog. if there was four weeks ago and we was talking about this, that, and all the great possibilities because they were in front of us, all, all that y'all talking about ain't in front of us no more. What's no. in front of us now is, is fixing each individual which collectively goes into a team, which collectively trying to get one win. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, 
four weeks ago, we could have, you know, threw it all around, chopped it up. You know, hey, we this, this, and we five and three. Remember five and three? Uh, if this happened, this happened, oh, man, we got the four. We got uh, – Seattle and hey come Atlanta and boy all of these wild card teams and man and Green Bay is falling off and now 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 you talking about you in tenth place how many players teams get in the playoffs six six yeah I mean you 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 praying for four so you say six in so you praying for maybe six teams just Tank they season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. To the phone. I've been there before, man. I'm sitting. I'm telling you, I've laid in the bed just like, okay, if they, okay, they say if this team win and this team lose, so I'm watching these games. I'm like, okay, all right, they lost. And see, the football guys play play dirty jokes on you. This team lost. Did the team that you need, oh boy, if this team he'll lose, but we back in the hunt. And that team that you really need to lose, they win. So then next week, okay, okay, if we win, then this team, oh man, please. How about you win, win, win your remaining games? Yeah. And let's see what happens. Nate, uh, Nate's like, we shouldn't even do the show the rest of the season. Uh-uh, wow. we're gonna know. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, individually, find out what you're doing wrong. Collectively, try to fix it to win a game. Uh. You know, Asamoah Awuzie is going to be able to play more to this game. Uh, uh, Jordan Lewis is going to be able to uh, handle a little bit more. Uh, they're going to make some changes defensively on, in the secondary from what feelings I get from Mick. So let's see. Let's, let's see if these guys are going to compete. Let's see, you know, before we try to look at, you know, uh, Four teams uh, dying off for us to get in the playoffs. Let's see if we get start getting sacks again. Let's see if we start getting turnovers again because these things help you win games. Let's uh, let's run the ball 35 times. Catch some balls. Yeah. I'm talking about it, it, if you don't fix yourself, it ain't going to never get right. You know, it ain't going to never get right. I wanted to just see how far we were out. So to give people a realistic chance to say the Cowboys – more than ever now, and this is the time you don't want to hear it from the head coach, one breath at a time, <laughs> one, one step at a time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about it before you roll out of bed, which way you're going to roll. Trust the process. Yeah. Douglas, apologize to Costas for us. We didn't get to Oh, man, call. where Costas? He's on the phone, but we got to go. We man, let Costas, we come on, man. We got to Let the man get go. one call. Costas, go. Go. Go, Costas. You got to go. Oh, hey, guys. Hurry up. You got to go. What's oh, your question? Man, I just want to say I'm so disappointed. I was so looking forward to a Super Bowl run, and then we have our coaches who don't even make adjustments. Like, come on, guys. I like Anthony Brown, but he hasn't covered anybody. Please. I just want a Super Bowl. I mean, last time I saw a championship game, Nate, you were playing. Love you, but, I mean, I want to see it again in my Better life. Better put it up under your Christmas tree. All right, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, you hey I, want, I want a Super Bowl, too, because I want a ring. Yep. 
So wow. I'm with you, Costas. We got to go. That was Bob Costas, baby. We got Chantel <laughs> and Lauren P. on These Boots Are Made for Talking next. And we'll tell you all about Abby Bear. Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, sir. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Thank you, bro. Douglas, thanks for pushing all the buttons. I Kent, like thanks for doing what you do. We will be back tomorrow the same time. We'll hang it with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!